Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back or welcome to Behind the Girl Boss. I'm your host, Amanda. If you didn't know anything about me already, my name is Amanda. I'm a full-time Concordia student majoring in communication and cultural studies. I also work part-time while I work on my YouTube, Instagram, my podcast. I also have my own apparel brand called Cookie Apparel and I am a freelance video editor. So that's a bit about me. This podcast, like it's called Behind the Girl Boss, I like to talk to different businesswomen, um, whether they are businesses online or their shops or whatever it may be. I love to learn about people's process and how they got to where they are now. So yeah, that's what this podcast is about. If you're interested, do not forget to subscribe to the pod. I would love to have you around. So for today's episode, we have yet another guest. This one is super special to me because she's someone who I've been watching for quite a long time. And someone who also motivates me for my own content. So today we have Kenzie Elizabeth on the podcast. If you don't know, Kenzie is a podcaster, a YouTuber, and she is also a college gal. So that's great. Very relatable for a lot of us. So we're going to be chatting about college, LA life, her YouTube, her podcast, and things as such. So if you're interested, please stick around. Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. So today we have Kenzie with us. So hi, Kenzie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on here. Um, So do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself, basically like an elevator pitch? Yes. So hi, guys. My name is Kenzie. I grew up in Texas. I have been living in LA for the past four and a half years. I just bought a house in Texas. Originally, the plan was to split my time between Texas and LA, but um, with COVID and stuff, obviously, I'm just in Texas right now. I am a lifestyle vlogger and the host of the I Love You So Much podcast. I have been on YouTube since I was 15. I'm now 22 and I've had the podcast for about a year and a half. I'm going to graduate college this fall. Um, I think that's pretty much it. That's cool. Um, so I kind of got this inspiration from your podcast. So I like to have a hot seat uh, like segment on mine too, because oh, it's like it kind of like an icebreaker, I feel. Yeah. Um, so what is your dream trip location? Oh my gosh, trip location. First thing that comes to mind is Italy. I feel like that's probably yes. the one I talk about the most. So I think I'd have to go with Italy. Yes, I was supposed to actually go there this summer, so I'm really bummed about that. <laughs> um, what is your favorite skincare product? Um, okay, right now, they're the Super Goop um, Super Glow Glow Screen. The Glow Screen. It is legit the best thing ever. It's sunscreen, but it's like the most beautiful like finish on your skin. I It's all I really wear on my skin, and my skin's constantly glowing now because of this product. Um, and like, I hate to admit it, but I was not a super big sunscreen person before but now I am and it's just the best thing ever it makes your skin look incredible and it feels so good and like protects from the sun and stuff so love that uh what is so I know like you've been reading a lot more recently oh my god yeah what's your favorite book so far I'm literally on my 25th book of quarantine it's so insane (laughs) um fiction I'm gonna have to say the last was his parish or before we were strangers and then nonfiction. um just recently, I'll go with Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. Okay, definitely going to write those down because I've been trying to get into reading too. Oh my God, they're so good. <laughs> and the last one is, where do you hope to see yourself in five years? How old are you, 27? Um, honestly, I have no idea. Like, I kind of hope that where I see myself, like, I I never have an answer to this question because I'm not really like a five-year plan person anymore, but I hope I'm like... I always love looking back and being like shocked and like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. So that's all I could ever hope for. Um, I don't really know. I don't have like an exact answer. Like I would want to be like married by then, I guess, but Mm -hmm. career-wise, I don't really know. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Um, So for my podcast, I like to like separate into 
sections, I would say. So this one, I'm going to start off with like college NLA, then move to your YouTube, your podcast, and then kind of a mix of everything. So let's go back like a few years. Why and when did you decide to move to LA? I only had like two credits left that I needed to graduate my senior year. So it was kind of pointless to me staying. Mm -hmm. Also, if I moved to LA, I could gain residency and my college tuition would go from like 22,000 to literally $1,000 a year. So I basically, I ended up kind of saving money by doing that. So I ended up moving out early just because like work and everything was there. Um, Mm -hmm. I had like a perfect roommate situation. I was kind of just ready to go. Um, So I ended up moving to LA and then I'm really glad I did. Like it was one mm-hmm. of the best decisions ever. But yeah, there were just like a few things that lined up that just like it made sense to move. That makes sense. What would you say is the most basic LA place that you can't get enough of? Like for me, whenever I visit, I always go to Earth Cafe, even though it's like basic. But what would be yours? Um, I love Alfred. I love Blue Bottle. I love Hot Pilates. I guess all of those probably. That makes sense. I actually never tried Alfred's, but it's like apparently super popular there yeah it's so, so good time. too how did you decide to go to I think it's called pronounced Zoe college yeah I went to a leadership like bible college um mm-hmm. I before that was a full-time online student and then I was obviously working from home and living by myself so it was really lonely and I really yeah. wanted like mentors and leaders around me um not even I had no interest in going to like a normal traditional school but I definitely mm-hmm. like I think I learned so much more there than I would have um, anywhere else. Honestly, it was definitely the right place for me. I just wanted to have community, have leaders and like mentors in my life and just kind of like create a, like a stronger foundation for myself. That makes sense. Like with you moving to Texas now, like to finish college, is it like all online now or? Yeah. So it was always online, even through the program that I was in. So basically Southeastern partners with churches and they have extension site campuses at the church. So it's like half church internship, half school, but the schooling was always online. So I just am not doing the internship part now, basically. Okay. That makes sense. Do you think you'd ever move back to LA full time? Um, I like will never say never because I never thought Mm -hmm. I would move back here either. Um, At one point in my life, I don't know. I would be, I'm not against living in LA. Like I love living Mm -hmm. in LA, but I also live living in Texas. I wouldn't be shocked if I did again, but um, I'd also be fine if I didn't. What would you say was the hardest thing about living in LA? Um, Just the fact that getting anywhere is is like a whole ordeal. So Mm -hmm. I spent so much time in my car. Like, honestly, that was definitely the hardest part just because I felt like I have so much more. I have a lot more time to get things done in the day in Texas than I do there yeah. just because I spent half of my day in the car. Yeah, for sure. I feel like literally everywhere you go, there's always like traffic somewhere. So mm-hmm. really and the city is so spread out. So it's like I yes. had to go from like Studio City to Brentwood to West Hollywood. Like it was just all over the place. Yeah. What would you say was your best part about move- like living in LA? Um, I love my friends in LA. Like, I think I had a really, really good community. I loved my church mm-hmm. there too. I think those would be the biggest things. Also, I loved my, um, I mean, I'm still with them. It's still my podcast network, but yeah, being able to like go into the studio all the time was really cool too. Yeah. It was like a nice setup. Yeah. Um, so if you could live anywhere other than LA or Texas, where would you want to try living? Nashville or New York? I would like New actually York. live in Nashville. I think I would mm-hmm. want to do a few months in New York. Okay, that's cool. So we're going to like venture into the YouTube side now. So when did you create your channel and what made you start? 
I created my channel um, when I, it was like right before my 16th birthday. And I had just watched YouTube for a few years before that. And like, I loved the escape that it gave me and like the yeah. community that it gave me. I loved how I was going through like a really hard time. I've always struggled like on and off with anxiety and depression. So it really helped mm -hmm. me during those times. So I kind of just wanted to like be that for other people. Um, so that's kind of like what inspired me. It just took me a little bit of time to make one. Yeah, that makes sense. That's good. Has the type of content you post now changed much since you started? No, I think there was a period of time where I, um, like I switched up my content in the middle somewhere mm -hmm. in there. And then I ended up like, I'm pretty much making exactly what I was making then. Um, it's not really, I think it's evolved with like who I am for, yeah, sure, for sure. But as far as like, vlogs and hauls and all that stuff like it's always been like lifestyle I think that's cool because like a lot of people the videos that they started off posting are not what they post now so I think it's cool that like you technically kind of always knew what you wanted to do so yeah I definitely had a like a year or so in there though that I was making videos that were a lot different though mm -hmm. so like I knew and then YouTube changed and it was like really overly produced and it was the whole yeah. like saturation days and whatever um, and then I ultimately was like, this is not what I'm here for. I actually don't like this. So I went back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's better. I feel like some people's content, although it's good, like some of them are very like studio like, and I feel like when people's are more like vlog style, it's kind of gives you more of a connection to the person. Yeah. I think you're a lot more attached to them. You, it yeah. feels like a friend. For sure. Um, is there any type of style or of like video that you want to create that you haven't tried yet? Um, I think like. I'm I'm pretty into like chill videos. I don't love overproduced stuff for like myself. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. maybe like a cooking type thing would be fun, but I've been doing this yeah. on my Instagram like more. So yes. I think anything that I haven't done, maybe like a cool cooking with Kinsey type series. That'd be cool. Like you can do them every like month or something. That would be cool. What's the hardest part of being a creator on YouTube? Um, I don't, I mean, honestly, it kind of depends on like, where I'm at in life as to like what I yeah. think would be the hardest. I think the hardest is sometimes like, I think anyone else in life, like you're going to go through change and things are going to be different. Like for instance, if mm -hmm. you're really close friends with someone and then all of a sudden they're not on your channel and it's like, okay, it's not that deep. Like we just like yeah. move apart or like maybe like something happened or whatever. I think it's just like the extra accountability with like mm -hmm. things in your life. Um, like the lack of grace sometimes that people will give you when they like forget yeah. that that's their life as well you know yeah no I get that do you ever have a hard time creating friendships because you're a bigger creator um no I don't like when I create friendships I don't like think of that ever mm -hmm. I'm very like I was actually talking to this with one of my friends in LA and she's like people don't realize how much you like long for like close friendships and I love that like yeah. I'm such a people person um but like I like I've had the same friends at home since I was like 10 so I don't know mm -hmm. I it's not really okay that's good then <laughs> yeah. um how do you come up with your video ideas it's just what I'm into at the time like it's completely based I won't ever make a video it's like something that I don't do in real life that's good because I feel like for a lot of people they try and like make like come up with things that they're yeah. not actually like doing and stuff so I think it's better yeah, to be like, like real Back in the DIY days and stuff, we would like go out and do things for videos. And I'm like, I'm not going to mm -hmm. do that anymore. Like if it doesn't yeah. like flow naturally from my life, I don't want to film it. That's good. I like that. How do you deal with having no motivation or kind of like a writer's block, but like video wise? 
Um, a lot of mine are vlogs, so it's, I don't really deal with that as much in the sense of, like, I can always just vlog my day. Um, and then I've only recently started making, like, normal sit-down videos a little bit more lately, mm-hmm. and I just have, like, a running list. I don't always, like, I have to be in the mood to film a sit-down video. Yeah. Um, so it's, I've been lucky in the sense that, like, vlogs are so popular that I'm just always able to, like, film a vlog, you know? So I don't feel like yeah. I deal with that as much in the sense that it's, like, detrimental, Mm-hmm. because of that do you ever feel like like your day's boring that you don't want to vlog it yeah a hundred percent but people like for some reason people love my like the boring vlogs almost more than like the vlogs I think are entertaining it's very mm-hmm. weird like people prefer home vlogs so I don't know like I, I feel think, like I'm yeah. like this is so boring but <laughs> I feel like it makes people relate more in a way because like especially now like half of us are just like chilling at home doing nothing so it's yeah. like fun to see what other people are doing during that time mm-hmm. where do you edit your videos final cut pro have you been using that like since you started or like I started on iMovie but I pretty quickly went to final cut pro within probably yeah. the first year I feel like it's more like it gives you more options but it's also very fr- like user-friendly yeah yeah um so you have a podcast called I love you so much with Kenzie Elizabeth what made you choose that name it's just something I said all the time like we went through and uh, finding a name was the hardest part for me it's always the hardest part um for me at least yes I liked it because it's something I say all the time so it like flowed very Mm -hmm. organically I'm such a like oh my gosh whatever kind of person and I liked it for like branding aspects like there's a lot that you can do with like ILYSM so Mm -hmm. it's kind of a combination of the two how did you get into podcasting? Because I feel like you're one of the f- first like people to like, you kind of started it before it became something that everyone was trying to do, let's say. Like you were the first podcast I started listening to. So how did you get into it? I started listening to Girl Boss Radio back before it was like, I don't even know if it was produced in a studio. Like I think mm-hmm. it was like season one or whatever. Um probably like four years ago at this point like I would walk my dog when I was living in downtown LA every morning and listen to that and then I got into other podcasts and it wasn't for another like probably two-ish years that I started my own and I wanted Mm -hmm. my own but um I had my representation at the time was not very supportive and they like didn't like the idea so that pushed it off so I would have been even earlier and then finally I um got myself to like I finally ended up being like I'm just gonna make it I don't care I'm gonna do this So it would have been even earlier than that. Like I've been a podcast lover for like so long. So yeah, it was just, I just started listening to Girl Boss Radio and it kind of went from there. Okay, that's cool. Um, what is, excites you the most about your podcast? Um, I love the people that I meet through it. So whether that mm-hmm. be like the guest or even the listeners, like I feel like people who listen to the podcast are, I think people I watch my videos too, I also have like a very close connection with, but I love um the podcast audience just in the sense of like I'm in their ear for like an hour every week so I feel like it's almost more intimate um so I love that and I love like the people I get to meet and I think so much of my life is like fully credited by the podcast like I the Mm -hmm. positions that I'm in or like the friendships that I make and all of that um have been really cool so I think just like overall the people that I meet then on like a more business side of things, I would love to do like live shows or a tour or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever, like if that ever is even a possibility at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, what kind of guests do you look for on your podcast? 
I look for guests that well one I really love having like diverse guests I don't want Mm -hmm. just like influencers or just business people or just like even like friends of mine you know I look to like kind of change it up and that's been a little bit harder just in the sense of like um recording remotely right now yeah but I always look for that and then I look for people who like inspire me and things like it's always kind of like a little bit bigger than themselves or even like the um like the business or whatever we're talking Mm -hmm. about so it's basically just people that like I really love that I'll bring on okay that makes sense yeah I like that um what do you record and edit with for your podcast I don't edit with my producer does all that stuff I only started because I used to record in a studio too so like I didn't have any of that um I started when I first first started before it was even I don't even think these episodes went live because I was doing it before I even launched with Dear Media but I used Mm -hmm. the microphone that you have that's the microphone I use for like videos and stuff which is like a great microphone if you're looking to start a podcast um now I use a zoom mic like with mm-hmm. that stuff it's if you go to like amazon.com slash shop slash conceals with or whatever all my equipment's there I just don't know the okay. name of it okay that's fine um and you kind of brushed upon this a bit but what's your long-term goal for the podcast like you were talking about live shows and stuff is like is that something you want to do yeah I would love to do live shows I love like how Ash- what Ashley Graham is doing with pretty big deal like it's like a talk show type thing um yeah I overall I think just like right now it would be like building it out and like live shows yeah, I think those would be cool. Um, I haven't seen a lot of people doing live shows yet. Obviously, right now, too, there's, like, no place to yeah. do that. But I think it'd be really cool branch it out a bit. So now it's, like, kind of, like, the mix of everything. Um, so you've been posting more faith content. How do you plan to integrate that into your YouTube or your podcast? I don't think it's really, um, like, a plan necessarily as much as it's, like, it's such a big part of who I am mm-hmm. and like my daily routine. So like naturally it just kind of flows into that. Um, I also am very big in like sharing your story and sharing like, like being authentic and being yourself. And yeah. while it was like maybe something I shied away from a while ago, it's, it's just like too big of a part of my life to like kind of keep off. Yeah. And I also think it just kind of like adds in like relatability, whether or not you believe what I believe. I think I'm just like more vulnerable mm-hmm. with it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's just like such a big part of my life that I think naturally it's always going to be like prominent on my stuff. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Cause like for myself, I used to be like more into faith and more into like religion and stuff like that. And I kind of like shied away from it. And I feel like a part of me shied away from it because of the people I surrounded myself with that didn't really like think the same way as myself and they would like look down upon it. Um, so do you have like any advice for someone trying to like restore their connection with that? Yeah, I think, um, first off, like I left the church for like a long time. I think it's such a, it's like a really common thread in people's stories. And I think Mm -hmm. it's also like, it can be something that actually is used in a really great way for you. But if you're looking to go back into church, I think, um, I mean, post COVID like yeah going like getting plugged in at a local church like there's nothing that'll beat that there's so many amazing services you can watch online um mm-hmm. but like nothing will beat the community of a local church and I think you don't grow until you're planted so like get planted somewhere yeah. and then also like I think just like regularly like doing a diva like I'm reading like I cannot recommend enough like the 40-day prayer challenge draw the circle mm-hmm. it's the best devotional ever it's so interesting even if you're not like a faith person it talks about like history and stuff it's like a really cool very like uplifting read in the morning yeah um so I think like just doing that also like right now more practical things like 
Um, my Todd's dating series is everywhere. Like that's a good sermon series to listen to like Elevation Church, Zoe Church, um, like Hillsong stuff, Church Home, all of that stuff. We have so much time on our hands. So like you can watch like services and stuff online. But also if you're like really, really new, The Tent, um, it's under Delight Ministries. It's a like $10 a month subscription that um, kind of like loosely guides your quiet times and gives you a lot of um, it, like if you have no idea what to do it gives you like a little bit of structure that's really helpful mm-hmm. so I would recommend joining it's like free for the first week I think okay that's cool so with everything you do like your podcast YouTube school how do you t- like manage your time my google calendar like literally my hours are structured like by the hour um so that's really helpful it's definitely been a little like a lot more chill during quarantine but mm-hmm. um normally I plan things out in advance too like I'll, sometimes I have recordings planned out like two months ahead of time so okay. I just am like always planning okay do you prefer to have like an like electronic planner or like a physical like writing planner um I love both but because I work with so many people I have to have like my like digital planner because yeah it's like my management controls it Mm -hmm. um so that's really helpful and you can like send invites and stuff so I use my google calendar all the time but I love physical planners I'm not like the best at using them anymore just because like my life I can't really because of the digital stuff yeah um but I love passion planner I used that for years and that was like my favorite thing ever yeah I I used to be into like like writing everything out but I feel like it's just like easier to do it all like electronically because like even if you're on the go and you don't have it with you like it's so much more practical um so social media being your full-time job is it ever like a struggle um I think just in the sense of anyone who's like creative or like more like entrepreneurial and it's just basically like not going to like an eight to five or a nine to five it's Mm -hmm. hard to kind of like actually like be off like what am I trying to say like not it's, it's hard to kind of just like shut it down because you mm-hmm. can just always be doing something, especially when you like work yeah. for yourself because there's always something more I could be doing. There's always something more I could add. There's always something, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think the hardest part for me has just been like learning when to shut down, like shut mm-hmm. it off. I know like a lot of people, like even though they don't necessarily have like a nine to five, they'll plan like their work between certain times yeah. so that after that, like they'll completely try and shut it off. I know it's like not the easiest thing to do, but- I guess that's something that's what I definitely try to do yeah I guess it's hard but because like you can technically work from anywhere so like Mm -hmm. it's not like you can even just not be able to do it um you also started a newsletter what's your goal with that um honestly the newsletter was just like fun for me I saw I was on a few people's and I started reading them every week and I was like oh I love Mm -hmm. this there's not really a goal other than um I just think it's fun to do yeah. Do you plan on like sending one out like every week, every month? Yeah, it's normally weekly. It was bi-weekly. And then I went to weekly. Then I felt like that was too much. And now I'm like mm-hmm. in between. So like kind of right now, it's like at least twice a month. Okay, cool. And my last question is, do you have any advice for smaller content creators? I think um, a story is really powerful. I think obviously like stay consistent. Like that's so mm-hmm. important. But I think your story is really powerful. And I think I mean, not not everyone has to do this, but just in like li- my line of industry, like I always give like Brooke Michio is like one of my best friends in the world and it's mm-hmm. such a good example of this, but she's so open and she shares so much and I think she helps so many people by doing so. It yeah. makes you feel less alone and like you feel less connected, you feel so much more connected. Mm-hmm. So I think like focus on the audience you already have, even if that's like literally like two people or you don't yeah. have anyone yet, like 
don't get caught up in the numbers. Just get caught up in like engaging with your audience and actually like building a community and sharing like as much as you feel comfortable sharing. But I think that can seem like such a scary thing to do and it is and it definitely takes like a lot of courage and bravery for sure but Mm -hmm. I think it always pays off like you end up having so much closer of a relationship like with your audience which I think should be like the most important thing yeah that's a good advice um so yeah that's basically the end of it um thank you so much again for coming on here and chatting and getting to know you better um most people probably do know who you are for my podcast but would you like to shout out your socials oh my gosh well thank you so much for having me um you can find me on twitter instagram and youtube at kenzie elizabeth and then my podcast is just the i love you so much podcast perfect well thank you so much once again thank you for having me so that is the end of this episode thank you guys so much for listening i truly do hope that you learned something and that you got to know kenzie a little bit better and that you enjoyed this episode please if you do not follow kenzie yet please go check her out she's awesome like i said one of my favorite all-time creators and she's just very genuine and from just speaking to her in that little amount of time she really is exactly how she portrays herself online which is something that i really admire and that i love so do not forget to follow her on youtube on instagram on twitter and check out her podcast if you guys want to follow me on instagram don't be shy Um, my instagram is at behind the girl boss or at it's amanda Wan. we can chat there i love to make new friends and to talk to my listeners so Thank you guys once again, and I will hear you next time.